0: Matt, uh, nice to see you. It's been quite a while.
1: That's right. Nice to see you, Jeff. Yeah.
0: I think last time we met, uh, we were diving
1: uh, on the manacles. That's right. I remember coming out of the water and having your camera in my face. and I had to give (laughs) an enthusiastic response. Luckily, it was a brilliant dive, so I think I probably was quite enthusiastic. (laughs) Excellent. I mean, we're here mainly to talk about
0: snorkelling with the Cornwall Wildlife Trust. But of course, there is a diving aspect as well. Yeah. Um, what's, what does the Trust do in terms of diving?
1: Well, we run um, in Cornwall, uh, Cornwall Wildlife Trust coordinate the Sea Search project, and that's a national project, a well-known project that's carried out all around the UK. Um, and it's um, run centrally by the Marine Conservation Society, but in Cornwall it's delivered by, by Cornwall Wildlife Trust, and that's where we train divers to record the wildlife they encounter. But we're getting more and more interest from snorkelers, so we're very interested to, uh, to talk to snorkelers too. And, um, and generally, I think snorkelling is, um, is something that the Wildlife Trust really does think is a great way of getting people engaged. And you agree, I'm sure. It's how most of us started out, isn't it? In our passion for marine life, I think. Yeah, yeah. Under the water and going
0: for it, yeah. Well, it's so cheap and easy to do and you know usually no training so it's it's a thing people can have it have a go at and with the wildlife trusts do all the trusts who have a coastline uh participate in the diving and snorkeling
1: uh not all of them but um but many of them do we're quite um each wildlife trust is actually a sort of an independent charity so they they quite often they're run quite quite differently but yeah, get in touch if you if you aren't in Cornwall, get in touch with your local Wildlife Trust, and you never know. They hopefully they'll have some snorkeling on offer.
0: So with the snorkeling, how is that set up? How how are you working that?
1: Well, um, the Wildlife Trust staff are able to lead snorkeling events, and we're all qualified snorkel instructors with BZAC. But we're also Um, really working closely now with a network of volunteers all around Cornwall. We have all these little uh, marine um, conservation groups all around the coastline. There's 15 of them in total um, that we've been working with in the last few years. And at each of those groups, we've actually managed to offer snorkel instructor courses. So there's people at all of those groups all around the coast who uh, are able to lead snorkeling events. And, you know, we're encouraging them to do that and, they advertise those events uh, through Cornwall Wildlife Trust website, but also through their own social media, out, you know, websites, etc. Um, and collectively, it's called the Yorkshire Network. I don't know if you've heard of that. They've got a great website called the beach r- uh, beachrangers.com. So people can go to that site as well as the Wildlife Trust site to find out what's happening at all of those uh, groups around Cornwall. But, and yeah.
0: what, what kind of people join you?
1: Well, um, our snorkel events are open to anybody who's a swimmer. um, You don't have to have been snorkelling before. We find, actually, that a lot of people who take part in these are a bit nervous to begin with. Perhaps they haven't, you know, they've... um, for whatever reason, they've not had a go at it before. And they, and we find that these groups are really nice because they give people that confidence. We break it down and make it dead simple and easy. We've also got a big stock of snorkeling equipment, wetsuits and masks. So, yeah, it's all made dead easy. We make sure we choose a safe location where the water clarity is likely to be good because that's one of the main problems people have snorkelling uh, is they go to the wrong place don't they i mean uh, and you and i know that you can very easily if you go to a place that's a bit windy or a bit choppy it, it can't it's not going to be as pleasant an experience as going somewhere nice and sheltered where there's you know good water clarity and 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 um not too much current so you we, we well make, it, thing. We make the, it easy for people. sorry uh, that's
0: yeah. the thing the clarity it's it's Um, I mean, it's not like we're in the tropics and you get the coral reef stuff and you can see what's below you. So as you're saying, picking your spot is crucial. Uh, And that's where your expertise comes in, of course.
1: That's right. Because if you just go out and buy a mask and snorkel, but you don't really know these things, you could easily sort of think, well, actually snorkelling in England isn't that great. But we, you and I know it it can be absolutely brilliant. And, you know, the water clarity is never, yeah, it's never going to be gin clear, is it? Let's face it. But we do sometimes get fantastic water clarity. And there's loads of marine life as well. I think a lot of people tend to snorkel at the wrong times as well. If you go snorkeling at a high tide, quite often you're a long way from seaweeds, you're looking down, everything just looks a bit blue or green. But when, you know, mid-tide or lower, you're more in amongst the, the wildlife, in amongst the seaweeds. And it's actually really stunningly beautiful. Um, and it just takes people a little hurdle to overcome. And then we open their eyes to it. And then once they've once they've uh, got involved, quite often these people get really hooked on snorkeling, which is brilliant.
0: I do, I, yeah, I do, I do find um, if you're in a group or or your family and you're diving with somebody, and the family's sat on the beach, if they've got a mask and snorkel, uh, they can have some idea of what you're looking at. You know, conditions being yeah. right. And you've got something to talk about when you come out, and they love it. And then they get introduced into the wildlife. And uh, I mean, my kids—I remember that they, they just used to love snorkelling, and they used to particularly like seeing me down below. Yeah, which is, yeah. there you go. That, you know, that, that's kids' view. But with kids, I mean, what age groups are you actually getting?
1: So um, the Beach Rangers project has been mainly aiming at uh, people to, uh, sort of young people between eleven and twenty-four. So. Sort of a slightly older demographic, but we also, through our um, Wildlife Watch events, we also do events for younger children. So, one of the events that I love running, and I kind of try and do one of these, one or two of these a year personally, and we've got other volunteers who run these, but those are the um, uh, lazy snorkeling events. So, I, think I, yeah, I don't know if you've heard about this, but basically, yeah. with, with little children, it's all quite a lot to take in. You know and sometimes they could be a bit nervous also you're quite often a bit more worried about um whether they can swim so i basically take them to a big rock pool and you find that in a rock pool the water clarity just gets so much better because it's settled whilst the tide's been out and um to begin with we're just lying on the edge of the rock pool sticking our heads in and i often put down sort of um surfboard bags or something like that so they can lie on the edge and they're not getting scratched up, and that that works really well. And um, you know, eventually, then they start swimming around in these in these big tide pools. And uh, actually, I've got to admit, one of my favourite places for snorkelling is actually big rock pools, because you've got great lighting, the water you know can be very clear. You've got wildlife right in front of you, small stuff quite often, but beautiful creatures. Uh, and if you've got a little camera you know you can just get in there and, and that sort of snorkeling is is fantastic in cool it really is and so yeah so we often do those with with the small children and then if you've got a group who are getting a bit more confident then we'll we'll think about taking them out into the wider sea but it gets you away from that whole kind of um it, gi- it gives you a bit more control gets you make sure that the kids are really sort of relaxed and that r- works really well
0: I do find, and you just showed the little camera there. Uh, yeah. When kids, adults, even you know, they can be kind of nervous in the water, and especially when they're on top of weed, and yeah. weed invokes a little bit of fear into it's a quite a lot of people. They're just wondering what's going to come out of it. But when they've got a camera, and and they're looking for something to film or photograph, all the fear goes, and then yeah. they, they're yeah. just then are concentrating on. I'm looking for things to, to film and have they got the shot. And it, It's great. It's, I, I love true. it. I think yeah. cameras ought to be given away to, to <laughs> anybody who enters the water.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, so much more accessible now, isn't it? Underwater. Ah. I wish um, I'd had a camera like that when I was a kid. So they're lucky, aren't they? It's new generation. Digital yeah. cameras and the video on them is amazing. So, yeah. Um, and they're a lot more affordable. So... Yeah, it's, uh, a lot of the marine groups actually have managed to get little bits of funding to buy these cameras. So we've got lots and lots of people who own those now, all around all the call. Lots of our volunteers have these small cameras in there. And um, yeah, like you say, yeah, if, if you lend them to people, it definitely relaxes them. And um, yeah, I think as, as well, you've got, uh, you've got a lot of people who have bought snorkel equipment and never really been shown how to use it. And you often come across people like that who say they can snorkel, but they go in and their mask steams up straight away because they're breathing for their nose and they haven't cleaned the mask properly. Um, so there's just a few small little things that really add a lot. And it's, I think it's really worthwhile taking people snorkelling. Um, and, um, and certainly it's, it's how myself and a lot of my friends, when we were kids, we just snorkelled all the time. I grew up in Falmouth and uh, we were down at Swample Beach after school snorkeling you know but almost like living like fishes as best as we could and uh yeah it's, it's great isn't it snorkeling you don't have to worry about running out of air Exactly, you can you don't have to carry a big heavy cylinder or any yeah. other equipment really you know it's just your flip your fins and your mask and yeah, yeah you can you can get to some really hard to access places as well can't you so you know we used to That's scramble true. down the down the rocks and get in places you'd never dive
0: yeah and it's 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 a great fitness thing i mean you yeah. know it's for a while yeah. you suddenly realize how much fitter you are just by doing this yeah, yeah. as well as as well as the, the the close to shore stuff um do you ever get groups where you take them out for instance to see the seals or the sharks uh basking sharks blue sharks anything like that a bit more adventurous
1: um, well, we haven't actually done any uh, shark dives on like that yet, um, but it would be really cool to do so. Um, and with the swim of the seals, you know, obviously you've got to be careful. In, you know, we don't want to disturb the seals. We do a lot of work with Cornwall Seal Group, and um, there are a few areas in, in Cornwall where you can have good encounters with seals. But there's also a few areas to avoid, you know, for obvious reasons. If it's an area that's important for seals, for for hauling out and for pupping, etc., you don't want to disturb them. So you have to be a bit careful. Um, and so today I haven't we don't actually we haven't organised um, a swimming with seals or sharks event. But you know, mm. who's to say it might happen in the future? But we'd need to sort of do it properly and carefully. Um, yes. One of the things we, we love doing are radical rock pooling sessions. So I don't know if you've heard about that, but no, not at all. You know, people especially sort of youths, 11 plus, they kind of think, oh, rock pooling, you know, we did that when we were little kids and they might not feel so interested in it. So we call it radical rock pooling and it's essentially a bit of rock pooling, but you've also got scrambling over the rocks, a bit of co-steering, jumping in, potentially swimming through gullies. And um, if you then add in a snorkel, it becomes a real mixture of, all, you know, all three and it's really exciting. And um, clearly, you know, um, You have to be a bit careful, again, choosing your locations. But we normally have qualified lifeguards when we're doing that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, it it can be really exciting and really good fun.
0: Weather allowing, can you do this all year round?
1: Well, um, our sort of peak season is obviously through May through to October. Um, It all depends how good your wetsuit is or your dry suit, even <laughs> but our divers dive all year round and um i, I doubt we'll ever organize sort of really busy large scale events in the winter but there's no reason why people if they've got the right equipment why people can't carry on snorkeling um, you do find in the winter it's a bit harder sometimes to to get cloud, you know good clarity good visibility because you've got more chance of rain producing sort of murky conditions as you get rivers sort of really swelling don't you and mud and stuff getting washed out to sea and there's a lot more surface time of year but you also get those incredible gem-like days don't you where everything comes together the water clarity is good there's a lot less plankton in the winter so if there's been a spell of quiet conditions yeah why not make the most of it you just need to get a bit more rubber on you yeah
0: if people want to join you, can you remind me again um, how they get in touch? How they join you?
1: Yeah, so they need to visit Cornwall Wildlife Trust website, and you can find um, details of Sea Search, which is the project that I run, and the Your Shore project on the website. Both of those, you know, both of those, you're welcome to get in touch, and also keep a look out on our What's On calendar. This year's been a funny year for everybody, hasn't it? But with um, public events, we've had to cut cut the numbers of events we've run quite significantly because of covid but hopefully in spring we'll have another you know a really great year planned out so keep coming back to the website see what's happening and get yourself booked on to one of our snorkel events and i think you're going to love it
0: Matt, right, that's great thank you um nice to see you again and as yeah, you say covid is uh, yeah. is it keeping you out of the water at the moment or are you managing to get in
1: we found it hard this year with diving because obviously when you're on a dive boat with 12 people, they're all close together. And yeah. uh, so um, we did have a little bit of, well, we've got a bit of funding for some subsidized dive trips, but they've all been put on hold until, uh, hopefully it'll happen next year. But um, yeah, that's been a, a shame, but it's still been busy. We've got lots of other projects I work on and we've been busy, um, working on the sea, uh, Cornwall Good Seafood Guide. We've been doing a lot of sea, sea quests, so sea watches from the cliffs. Um, so the Wildlife Trust has been extremely busy. You know, we still monitor all the strandings coming in. There's, there's loads of great initiatives that people can get involved with, not, not just the snorkelling. So, yeah, hopefully, if, if, if some of the, the listeners want to check out the website, you'll see there's lots of other things, and we're always looking for help with, with our projects on, you know on land and sea.
0: Excellent. Matt, uh, thank you again. Uh, good to see you. And um, yeah, good luck with it all.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Cheers. Bye
0: for now. Bye. Bye bye.